Welcome to the Cosmic Business Podcast. I'm Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer, business coach, and CEO of Weave Your Bliss, a company with the goal to help a million spirit-led entrepreneurs build a cosmic business around their genius so that they can earn wildly well and bankroll the change they want to see in the world. A cosmic business is a new paradigm business that believes in collaboration over competition, building a business around your unique genius, aligning to the planets and your intuition, leading with your values, putting your health and the health of the planet first, treating people fairly and building giving into your business model. Sounds fabulous, right? On this show, I will take you behind the scenes of my thriving multi-six-figure business, including strategy on closing more sales, nurturing your community online, plus astrological insights to optimize your business and life. We'll also feature conversations with spirit-led business owners, creatives, and change makers to inspire you. I'm coming to you from our regenerative farm in rural Maine, my happy place, where we are currently creating space to welcome community for retreat and earth reconnection. Let's jump into the conversation. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I'm Paula Crossfield, your host. So grateful that you're here. Today, I want to talk about a subject that I love to discuss which is that business is a spiritual practice. So stay tuned to learn what I mean by this and why I think it's crucial for you to understand to kind of empower you and your business. Before we jump into this conversation, I wanted to let you know that today is the last day to join me live in August for Heal Your Money Karma which is a 30-day sprint to create an empowering financial system to support your business and life, to work on the stories that are keeping you stuck from that next level of earning, and to do practice for wealth creation in this container for 30 days. You get four coaching calls with me where you can ask me literally anything. Plus, you can upgrade and get a money karma analysis to get my eyes on your chart and help you to better understand your purpose your potential for earning, saving, and success, auspicious timing, and what remedies could be supportive to you. So go to the link in the show notes and check it out. And I hope you will join us. Our first call is tomorrow. Okay, as we kind of ease into this topic, I want to start with a little story, which is about the Saint Namdev. So there's a lot of stories that I've heard from Dr. Robert Saboda about Namdev before he actually became a saint. So I think this is one of those. So Namdev he goes to this temple and is shocked to see an old man with his feet on the Shiva Linga. So if you know anything about India, feet are considered to be dirty, I would say. <laughs> They're not supposed to be put on any kind of sacred object. And of course, the Shiva Linga is a representation of Shiva. This is a very sacred thing. Um, you're not even supposed to point your feet at a teacher. When you're sitting on the floor and a teacher's talking in front of you, you're supposed to sit cross-legged and not point your feet at the teacher, right? So this is a really important thing. So Namdev walks into this temple. He sees this old man sitting there with his feet on the Shiva Linga. And he's like, oh my gosh, you can't do that because that's bad, right? And so the old man says, I'm very old. Would you please just help me move my feet? So Namdev walks up to the man. 
He picks up his feet, he moves them to the side, and then up from the ground below his feet springs another Shivalinga. And Namdev realizes, oh my gosh, this is a holy man. And he looks at the man and he says, I can't believe it. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. And he throws himself at the feet of this man. And the man says, where is God not? So where is spirit not? And the reason I'm telling this story is because I recently invited someone I admire onto the podcast to talk about their work. And they declined by saying, I don't like to talk about myself or my business only the actual content of what I do. And this to me felt like a really typical spiritual person response. Not all of us, obviously not me, <laughs> but it's there's almost like a level of shame or discounting of the beauty and the spiritual nature of the business itself, or even about talking about our own journey and our own development of business as a way to share our spiritual practice, our spiritual thoughts, right? What is not sacred about business? Where is the sacred not in this life? So I saw the possibility for this person who seems to run a pretty successful business and who several clients have cited as an inspiration to come on and help others see what was possible in their businesses, especially around how they creatively approach their business. And so you know, I'm not looking at all for an attempt at pity. This is really just an example of what I see in the larger spiritual community and I think needs to be addressed head on because I don't want you to get stuck thinking thoughts around money that are not supportive for your success. Too often I see spiritual folks feel bad about charging for things or think money will make you bad or mess up your spiritual practice or make you forget the things you've learned. And I'm sort of curious here, does this resonate with you? When I started talking about money and spiritual business, I got a lot of strong reactions. One person tried to tell me they felt good about being poor, like it was a righteous thing. Another person told me that you become a bad person if you earn more than 75000 a year. And I just want to say here that this person did not have a partner, kids, a mortgage, or school loans to pay. The truth is that money is just an energy frequency. It's neutral. It is shakti or power. It has been misused, of course, but it's also done powerful things. We bring our stories to it. And so why is it that people on the spiritual path don't trust ourselves to do good things with money? There's so much potential in the spiritual community to give back, for example. And in my experience of working with hundreds of clients, when we get extra money, we do give back, we improve things, we facilitate positive change in the world. I had a realization when I was on retreat in the Himalayas for 10 days of silence several years ago. Not that kind of realization. Instead, I realized that it was actually easy to cordon yourself off from the world and meditate. Harder was to bring your practice into the world and make money and have relationships and stay steady in your practice. And yet this is most of our realities. Most of us have karmic responsibilities to parents, children, and other relationships that need to be tended in this lifetime. We have aspirations. For me, it was to have a farm. And having a farm means earning money to pay for that farm. Earning money meant facing my fears around money. And that work has been deeply rewarding. I believe business is a spiritual practice because nothing will test you more than making money and creating your own offers and standing behind them. It is a beautiful alchemy. And it helps you move through big karma. 
If we are willing to embrace that process, it can be a powerful accelerant for our practice. In addition, when spiritual folks do business, they bring their values into business. We aren't going to set up a business that destroys the earth or sells in a sleazy way. We want businesses that honor space to do our practices and to take care of our health. We want to collaborate, not compete. We want to align ourselves to the universe in powerful ways like with Vedic astrology. We make our business a mirror for our practice. This kind of business is, by the way, what I call a cosmic business. As you know, this is why this podcast is called the Cosmic Business Podcast. What it comes down to is, do you trust yourself? Do you trust that when you set up a business, you will be able to do it in a way that is honoring of your practice? Do you trust that if your cup were overflowing, you would give back? So I want you to sit with this for a moment. I want you to imagine you are making twice as much as you need to live every month. All your taxes were put aside for the year. Your 401k or any other retirement is maxed out. You have savings for that trip you want to take, the remodel on your house, an emergency fund, etc. What would you do with an extra $10,000 that is not needed for the next five years? You probably would give it away. So I want to help you get to this place. This is what my whole business is about. It's helping you build a business with your values at the center that has giving baked into it and your success built into it. This is what my program, The Cosmic Business Incubator, is all about. By the way, we still have five spots left. If that's something you want to join, we have a cohort coming up in September. You can book a call. That information is also in the show notes. I hope this has been a helpful episode, gives you something to think about, and it empowers you to earn knowing that when your cup is full, what you give to your clients is that much more powerful. and. It changes your community. It changes your life. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cosmic Business Podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review for us so other spirit-led entrepreneurs can find out about us. I want to thank Team Podcast for production support on this podcast as well as the musicians of the music that we're listening to now, Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantu Ledesma from an album Fragments of a Season, which you can check out wherever you listen to music. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode.